0: No Matt Bruning, no Austin Nace today. It's just Chris Moxley and I here on the Debbie Debate. We couldn't even find the intro music. That's how discombobulated we are tonight. Um, We are going to talk, we're going to talk what players might sit out of bowl games and what are the things that we couldn't talk about if Matt and Austin were here. We'll get to that a little bit later. But let's start with who has the most to gain from now through the end of the season, now and through the end of the season. I think this is a critical time, Chris, because we have bowl performances. People are going to be playing under the spotlight. And quite frankly, I think this is a time of year where if you're out of the playoff, you can start to see teams shift a little bit, where they look more like how they're going to look at the beginning of 2023 as opposed to what the team looked like at the beginning of, of this season. Um we could have players sit out like we just said. And so anyway, there are especially for, for for um the NFL draft, there's a lot on the table, Chris, as for these next couple of months from now and through April. Um who do you see who has the most to to
1: gain or lose coming coming towards this end of the season? can can i do someone that fits into both categories i think that's will levis yeah i think he could continue i at what point is does he have nothing else to lose like that's what i'm starting to wonder because a another college football site posted their rankings today they had will levis quarterback 1 still i don't the guy throws good. for 90 yards against Vandy has negative fantasy points against Tennessee. I know fantasy points aren't the way we want to tr- translate, you know, NFL production. You ca- you can't do that. Those are both bottom like 40 defenses in the country and in Vandy's case a bottom 20 defense. I at what point do we just say Will Levis just isn't it and doesn't have anything to doesn't have anything to lose. I should think he have might st- might have something to gain though if he plays well down the stretch. Like maybe yeah. he could rehab what we think is his stock a little bit, or the stock, like it's definitely down the eyes of the NFL. Like, there's no way that can't be true. So maybe he rebounds a little bit, posts like two nice games, and cements himself as a top ten pick. Uh, but I think he—they're I mean, gonna have, be gone too. Uh
0: yeah, they're gonna have a bowl game, and this guy is already being projected to the first round. He should just stop playing now. He should. He should have never now. played. <laughs> to stop putting this tape stop putting this gameplay on tape where he's performing as as poorly as he is just wait it out collect your 20 million check the top 15 or so of the NFL draft you'll be out of the NFL in 3 years and go live your life um no so he's absolutely a player that has a lot to lose this is a this is the disconnect though that I, that I can't um resolve, is there are the websites out there, maybe you know uh, uh, the Draft Network. That's one where they have Will Levis in the, in the top fifteen or top three in some cases. There's a lot.
1: There's a lot of sites, including Kuiper, who has him above Kiper. Bryce Young. Like it, it is, it is a lot of people. But we just saw
0: some really good NFL draft prospects. Fall and fall last year with Sam Howell with Matt Corral. Those guys were good players, good quarterbacks. And you're telling me that they didn't go in the first on, they didn't go on the first two days. But Will Levis is going to be a first round quarterback. I don't, I don't understand what we're missing here. <laughs> like something we're not getting something right either. The NFL has changed and says, all right, we're going to take the value on these guys later. Or they're going to prioritize the players with the quote unquote tools. Well, we saw Matt Corral and Sam Howell; those are guys with tools. They didn't go in the first on the first two days, but now Will Levis is. I did
1: Do you, do you think Corral something. and Corral and Howell actually had tools though? Because like I I don't know necessarily that correct. I think like, Matt Corral the same did, absolutely. way. Not the same way Will Levis did. Like Will Levis is what six three two thirty.
0: And mm-hmm. like moves
1: pretty well for his size, and has like a really nice arm. Like those are tools. I I don't like. I, I'm playing devil's advocate here, but I think he's much more tools than someone like Corral, especially Sam Howell. Like Sam Howell was a short short dude who had allegedly potentially um like injury bad, issues. Yeah, injury issues yeah. that caused him to fall down the board. So like, I don't know that I I the only player with tools like him in last year's class is Malik Wills. I'm Malik went in the third, but like they're not the same tools. They're just like tools one of the things that you're thinking of as far as tools though you're putting
0: you know will levis is six foot three 220 pounds or whatever he is and matt corral was a smaller quarterback but if we're talking about arm talent like who can drift to the left side of the field and throw back right on the on the right hash i I, to me it's matt like matt corral we're talking we're going to put all of those players in the bucket Hal corral and levis i think i think corral has the best Arm talent who can do the most things off platform, arm strength, opposite hash. I think it's Matt, Matt Corral. Um, yeah, I, that's
1: just me. I, I just 11, say- 11 for 20, 11 for 23, 109 yards, zero touchdowns, one interception, a QBR of 15.5 against Vanderbilt, a game that they ultimately lost 24 21. For Vanderbilt's first SEC win in, like, 20-something games, at what point do you just, like, like you can't make excuses anymore? Like, what is the excuse that you can use, do you think, here? The offensive line play is bad? That's true. They lost their offensive line coach and two NFL offensive linemen. They don't have wide receivers. That's possibly true. They have two true freshmen. Look at what Bryce Young is doing. Like, I know that like he does not have talent at wide receiver either. Like, that team is just not built to support him right now. Not a quarterback prospect. Yeah, sorry. Better
0: quarterback prospect, better quarterback yeah. prospect. Dan- Absolutely. Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones or Will Levis.
1: I, th- I would have to go back to Daniel Jones. I uh, think it's profile. Daniel Jones. <laughs> like, But, but uh, me not saying Will Levis immediately kind of tells you what we should think about Will Levis right. as, as a quarterback, right? Like I have to go back and look at his profile. I, his last five games, he has three of them under 30 uh, qbr under 38 that's really bad like really really bad and that was against mississippi who when they played them were down their best defensive back they then tennessee where they scored six points he had 98 yards on 27 pass attempts and then vandy like what what is the i just i just don't get it i really really don't it's just a it's conundrum to me all right give me somebody give, give me somebody else on your list who has something to gain um, I think Anthony Richardson could, could do something like we've seen the highs and we have seen the lows of Anthony Richardson, but if he puts together like a couple nice games at the end of the year, including bowl season, and he might not declare this year and that would be fine, but that might give him momentum adding into next year to rank him as like a legit top five pick. I don't know if he gets there. I think he has a lot of development to do. He's a lot to gain from the last couple games of the season because he's played some some really nice matchups. I just, I am not he's, sure he gets there, but I do think no, that that he is someone who can gain. He is
0: a player that everybody was watching the first three weeks of the season. Then he had some bad performances, and people stopped watching Florida. Actually, they fell out of the top twenty five, and people stopped watching him. He's been better as a passer as of late. As a matter of fact, I think he has the same completion percentage as one Quinn Ewers. If I, I think that they're both around fifty five percent, and Quinn Ewers doesn't have Can't nearly wait, the yeah. rushing ability of one Anthony Richardson. But he, I, I've said this on other shows. Um, Billy Napier was the, not the right match for him, because Billy May- Napier is running this drop pat, drop back pro style offense where they don't have actual play like creative plays designed for Anthony Richardson to pass with the threat of the run and then to run creatively. If you look at what Baltimore does with Lamar Jackson, with like two tight ends and a running back in the backfield and running read option out of that with a, a dive fake. And I, I mean, if you look at quite frankly, if you look at what Dan Mullen did with him last year, where they would run Anthony Richardson in the back of the line of scrimmage and then he would pop pop back and the running back would be open downfield. Like, Billy Napier's play calling for Anthony Richardson does not emphasize his strengths. He's trying to turn him into, at least in my opinion, he's trying to turn him into a traditional drop-back pro-style passer where he this is his first year starting. Do things that emphasize what he is good at so he can get confidence and can t- continue to build on that confidence. But what they're doing with Anthony Richardson now is running crossers, running screens. Like they do it all day. If you can stop cross, if you can stop mesh against Anthony Richardson, it, they, they run that play thirty times a game. They run mesh thirty times a game. They run they run call, crossers thirty
1: times a game. Um, who do you, who do you think has a, has a higher QBR right now, Will Levis or Anthony Richardson?
0: I mean, if you're a- asking the question, I would assume it's Anthony Richardson by like 20
1: points to by 20 points, 18, 18 by 18, 18 points. So that's, that's kind of what we're dealing with. When we talk, we compare these two quarterbacks too, right? Like yeah. Anthony Richardson has not been that, that poor people. When stop you look watching at him. Yeah. When you look at like all of his stats together, like you have to include rushing. He hasn't been like a prolific passer, but he's, he's came on last couple weeks in terms of his rushing. Like, Nine, nine for 109, uh, I'm not going to include the Georgia game because, like, everybody struggles against Georgia. Seven for 78, 15 for 96. Like, those are really good numbers for, for a quarterback who isn't rushing more than 10 times a game,
0: which he should. Which he absolutely should. He, be, he should be rushing, you know, 15, 20 times a game. Um, so the thing that I love about the offseason is that I get to go back and actually specifically watch players and and not just box scores scout them scout them so with anthony richardson i'm not going to give you credit for screen passes passes behind the line of scrimmage those are passes that you could put your local high school quarterback under center at florida and he can complete those i need to see him throw the ball downfield and to what extent is he throwing the ball field i will say this anthony richardson is, is a transfer candidate and i would love this is this is what i want to see chris Anthony Richardson transfers from Florida and goes to Alabama as a package deal with Dan Mullen, because I don't think Bill O'Brien is going to be the offensive coordinator at Alabama after this season. I think that that, you know, they gently push him out and he can be the head coach at Nebraska. he can be the head coach at any Georgia tech, any number one of, of these vacancies. And I like Dan Mullen as a play caller, put him
1: and Uh, and Anthony Richardson together under Nick Nick Saban. What do you say? Are you sure he likes Anthony Anthony Richardson? Like, he refused to play last year. I know. I know. I know. I, but he's not. I mean, if he's, if he's going to go to Alabama with him,
0: well, I mean, what's he going to do? He's going to start him. He's going to, if Anthony Richardson is transferring to
1: your school, Anthony Richardson is starting. Yeah. I don't know that he's going to be a better quarterback.
0: Yes. He refused. He refused to. He, well, Bill O'Brien wasn't a great po- pro- play caller for Jalen Milrow, at least in my opinion.
1: When Jalen Milrow had to start, yeah, no, Bill, no, Bill, Bill O'Brien, whatever the reason, it doesn't matter how it happens, he will not be the play caller at Alabama next year. Period. It won't. It will not happen. Yeah,
0: and you have two players in in Ty Simpson and Jalen Milrow who have more similar dual threat play styles. They need a an, an offensive coordinator who can. Maximize that skill set, and it's not Bill O'Brien. It's not. no, not at all. Um, you've got CJ Stroud as a player that could lose a bit over the
1: next couple of weeks. I, why maybe it's maybe it's Matt Brooding and who is not here tonight, so I don't have to give him credit. I guess technically, uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh, no, you never even if he's here, you do not have to give him that's credit. true. That's true. Um, someone is in my head about CJ Stroud. And I, I've watched a couple of Ohio State games the last couple of weeks, like more intently than I would have otherwise. He, I, I really worry about him translating to the next level immediately. Especially, like he might take a couple of years, the same way Justin Fields did. I wonder if he struggles against this Michigan defense that they're going to end up playing. Like that might be an exposed matchup for him. I just, Why?
0: Why do you see him struggling? Is it just the the the, the inability
1: to play off script? Yeah, that's just not what they do. Uh, it, uh, like, he's never been challenged, really. And when he has been challenged, he's struggled. And I just don't, like, when you have round one wide receivers consistently who can get open, and you're basically, a, well, I thought Justin Justin Fields was more like a one-read play caller than people were really giving him credit for. Like, people were mad about that take, and I not think it was necessarily wrong. Um, oh, I think Stroud k- kind of is, too. Like, I you don't, don't think not i don't see him process the same way that i see a guy like bryce young process like it's not even close there are two different stratospheres
0: i wouldn't call what bryce young does is processing to me bryce young is waiting for the there's only so much routes that are run before people start freestyling and i think that bryce the way bryce young plays is is all right, you guys are dropping eight, rushing three. I'm going to sit back here and wait for that freestyle period after the play design, the way the play was designed, after that's over and wide receivers are just getting over uh, open. Because you see – that's why my comparison for Bryce Young is Kyler Murray. Because you see him hold on to the ball for six, seven seconds. There's no way that there's just nobody open. Like, to me, it's, it's not like, all right, I'm going to my first read, second read, third. No, he to me – Bryce Young is actually waiting for the play to break down. So that, that is where he thrives.
1: So I think he did a lot more of like what we'll define as processing last year when he had like competent receiver play. I don't think that's what we're seeing this year from from him. He's playing hero ball is really what he's doing. Yes. Like that's that's yes. basically what, what he's doing. Um like I think he's last year's a lot a lot better. He's playing, yeah.
0: It's it's almost like ISO basketball. He's yeah. play, he's playing he's playing ISO, clear out.
1: P- pretty much like he Doesn't have the talent. I think if you switch Stroud and Richardson or Young the conversation that we're having about these two players is very different. I think Young at Ohio State's offense is like bona fide quarterback one, not even a question. Heisman, you put CJ Stroud in Alabama's offense, and I think he's gonna struggle a little bit. I think it's a lot worse offense.
0: You might be right, which is why I want to see CJ Stroud in Detroit. Because (laughs) the environment is going to be most similar of all the NFL teams. In my opinion, the CJ Stroud's environment is going to be most similar from Ohio state to the NFL. If he plays with Detroit, their offensive line is bananas um, between Penny Sewell, Deckers, uh, uh, Frank Ragnow. Those guys can protect him. And, they have versatility at the wide receiver positions. DJ Chark can take the top off the defense. We know Jamison Williams can, and he played with Jamison Williams. Amon Ross, St. Brown can do everything uh, underneath. And then you have DeAndre Swift out of the backfield. And if they want to add another wide receiver or a tight end in this particular draft, they can. Um, and they got two, let's not forget, they also have two first-round picks, but I think they're going to use uh, their def- uh, one of those picks on the defensive line. So I just think that for, for Detroit is such a fertile environment for like to be just an explosive. We saw bits of it earlier this season. I think if you add CJ Stroud or Bryce Young for that matter, but I, I yeah, want CJ okay. Stroud. But like I think both could do it. But I think that that the Detroit is just ready for a quarterback
1: to come in in and turn that team into an explosive, unstoppable offense. They. I don't say Stroud is a better fit because I think Young's just better quarterback. So wherever he goes, he would perform better. But I, 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 do tend to agree that I think everything at Detroit would set up for a really nice situation for Stroud because Stroud doesn't like Bryce Young has had a bad offensive line like two years in a row now. Like he, he, he can work, extend plays himself. I don't know that Stroud yeah. can to that same degree, or, or if that Young can to that same degree. And so I, I. Bryce Young's gonna end up in Houston, and then it's really gonna be put to the test how, how how much he can do.
0: That's it's so it sucks, and I knew that the Lions were going to win some games to get out of the running. But I mean, if you had to put one player to turn a franchise around, I mean, it, it would be Bryce Young. It's just he's not going to have the weapons that we want. He's he's going to be starting very much like uh, Justin Fields starting at, at in in. Uh, Chicago, it's probably a better situation, but it's similar.
1: It might it might be? Yeah, I, I'm actually really curious. Not to get too much on a tangent here, but does Bryce Young rush more to the next level? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I think so. Too. Like uh,
0: the fact that he doesn't run doesn't bother me at really that much because one, in the NFL, sacks are going to not going to count towards his yardage, but two, we we've seen the skill level in the NFL elevate a player's play josh allen josh allen runs more than he did in college justin justin fields has had 100 over 125 yards each of the last three games he never even crossed the line of scrimmage in uh in college now justin fields might be a like a faster vertical athlete but as far as like es- <coughs> as far as escaping bryce young i think is on another level is better than Justin Fields in that respect. And getting to open space, I think Bryce Young is better than Justin Fields in that respect. Yeah, Bryce Young could absolutely be a quarterback, as I'm losing my voice here. Bryce Young could
1: absolutely be a quarterback.
0: (laughs) Did I hit the button when I coughed? Did I do it? Did
1: I? The mute button? No. no.
0: I did? I coughed into the microphone?
1: Yeah. yeah. I thought I hit the mute button. No. Oh dang, I'm not a professional. No, the I, I we'll we'll allow it.
0: I thought that I was being a professional. I thought I hit the mute button. Anyway, no, Austin um, isn't on the show. We can do anything we want. No, I just I think that Bryce Young is a player who could rush for a thousand yards at the next level. And quite I I to be honest with you, I think that's Wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. A thousand yards? Bryce Young? Yeah. Whew. If if Russell Wilson can get
0: 900, Ooh. you don't think Bryce Young? That's not a that's not that big of a deal anymore.
1: Is that a hot take? I would say so. I don't think it. I don't think that's a hot take. I got to look up. I got I, I got to look up the top rushing seasons in the NFL. How many have actually gone over in the thousand, last
0: five years? Thousand. How how many have gone over over a thousand? That's the question. I mean, uh, you know, all time, no. But now, I don't. Justin Fields is probably going to go over a thousand. So is Lamar Jackson. Russell Wilson has had a 900 yard rushing season, and Bryce Young is right there with those three as far as athletic ability and the difficulty of play. And you need to get first downs. I think that it's going to force Bryce Young to do that. It's going to bring that out of his game.
1: Okay, so. All right, I, let's hear it. I, I pulled it up. The How many quarterbacks do you think, and you could, how many seasons, I should say, has a quarterback run for more than a 1,000 yards? It's
0: two. It's Mike Vick and Lamar Jackson, and Lamar Jackson's going to do it this year.
1: And he's, he'll do it three times then, his career. So, oh wait, so Lamar Jackson has done it twice? He did 2020 and 2019. Okay, so it's
0: it's three seasons. It's Mike Vick one, and Lamar yeah. Jackson has done it twice. How many how many rushing yards does Justin Fields have on on the season? I mean, Justin Fields is going to cross that. Yeah, he might. He year. might
1: do it. Um, it's a thousand yards only been done three times. I'm not sure Bryce Young is the type of guy to get us there. Like I like it's, Bryce Young, but he didn't run in high school all that much. Okay, either.
0: okay. It's well, he did he he ran, but he also didn't take contact the same way. Yes, I I understand like Bryce Young's play style. We've watched it for since he was at modern day, but I'm saying that NFL football is too difficult not to use every single tool you have in your tool belt. That's what I'm saying. Like it's just harder to play that game. And so if he can run, he's going to do it because you got to, if the game forces
1: you to, I yeah. So that's that's So Bryce Bryce Young a thousand yard rusher at the next I time. would
0: take a I would take a future on that. I mean I wonder what my odds on that would be. That this is not a hot take. You said it's only been done 3 times. How many times in the last 5 years has it been done? In the last 3 years, how many how many times has it been done? It's been done 3
1: times in the last 3 years. It's been done twice in the last 3 years and both by Lamar, who's like a generational rusher. It's going to be done this year by Justin Fields. Probably, but it hasn't happened yet.
0: Uh, okay. I the the
1: most outside of Jackson, the most recent season to get as high as Wilson in 2014 when he had 849. Kyler Murray had 819, and RG3 had
0: 815. In you know what? If 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 uh, Bryce Young rushes for 850 yards as opposed to a thousand. Nobody's gonna complain about that from a fantasy perspective. Nobody.
1: No, I, I don't even think he's gonna get to 850, but here nor there, apparently, since we're we're already on the a thousand tree.
0: Here nor there.
1: Um, you need to go
0: ahead there to prize picks and use promo code C2C. You get a deposit match of up to a hundred dollars. I don't know if it's a hundred or two hundred. You get a deposit it's match. 100. Of really a, yeah. It's a hundred.
1: Deposit it's 100. match 100. straight up.
0: But then you also get a uh $29.99 credit towards campusdecant.com. And I'm just telling you, there might be something, you know, coming down the pike here where you could get a, a walk, you know, that well, first of all, that would pay for your uh, your walk-on membership at campusdecant.com. And it's gonna be interesting. We get to the offseason, the rankings are gonna change, you're gonna see new names there. This is the time that you want to get in and get familiar because I know that. We've seen exponential growth as far as a website. To me, that means that we we're seeing exponential growth as far as people playing C2Cs. You're gonna want to get familiar with the players, with the names. You probably know the names at the top of our rankings already, even for the 2020, uh, the, the uh, even after the 2023 class is gone. But go ahead, subscribe to campusdecant.com. It's we've made, we have tried to build the company to make it accessible. Two ninety nine was our entry level rate when we started, and two ninety nine is our entry level now. We always want to make the content accessible because we want people playing in Campus to Canton leagues. We just believe that if you try it, you're going to be hooked, like we are. Like, can we talk a little bit about? Is it Dantez? Is it Dantez Walker? Dante? I don't know. I don't Dev- know. Devontez. Devontez. Devontez Walker. Devontae Walker this dude is a true sophomore six foot three he was listed at 192 that dude is like 210 it looks like to be oh yeah he's added
1: a ton of weight
0: he's added a ton of weight I mean that dude is built like a NFL wide receiver playing for Kent State sorry I didn't say that Kent State number 81 go take a look at his box score and then go watch him actually play he's averaging like 24 yards per catch he Uh, is an NFL wide receiver. he's just he's an NFL wide receiver yeah
1: He's, he's he's killer. He's he's awesome. And he's going like
0: when you get to maxion and in conference play, he's gonna score 25 points for you a game and lead you to a championship because nobody in that conference is going to be able to handle him. And I can't wait till we see next year when Kent State has their out of conference set schedule because he's a player that I'm gonna be watching to see how he matches up against uh power five competition. I remember when Deontay Johnson was at Toledo and he was cooking, cooking Miami, cooking Miami. And I'm like, this dude is an NFL player. So I can't wait to see that um, next year for for Devontae Walker. What else here? Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page, uh, Campus to Canton on YouTube and Campus to Canton wherever you get your podcasts. We just did a big time um, Jersey Giveaway. We gave away a Jackson Smith and Jigma jersey, a Brie, B. John, signed B. John, signed Jackson Smith and Jigma, signed Bijan Robinson jersey, and a signed uh, Jordan Addison jersey. And uh, I mean, we're going to keep doing that stuff. As long as you guys support what it is that we're doing and me and Matt can get our hands on the credit card, we're going to go ahead and buy these jerseys and get away. So pay, you know, just you got to be paying attention for when we do that stuff. It'll pop up it'll pop up and you got to pay attention. And then of course, support us on Better Sports. The Better Sports show. Chris, did you know that we have we, we this is how far we've come. That we have a Saturday morning radio show. We do. It's a good time. I thought that we would be fired by now, by this point.
1: But Well, we did we did see. talk about cuckolds 2 weeks ago. We did we
0: did in the context <laughs> of, of Liberty university
1: totally fair totally fair too Jerry Falwell big, fair, big fan
0: he was the president of the university it's fair game we were talking about that game that liberty game uh but yeah we did we talked about you know guys who like to watch so um pay, support us on better sports because we want to show the better sports folks that there's an interest in college football and you guys know that we can talk about it uh, the the peanut gallery out here, Jared Wackerly, Matt Bruning, saying that Bryce Young ain't running for a
1: thousand yards in the NFL. You know what? Whatever. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know if he is. Speaking of jerseys, think we get Devontae's Walker jersey in here?
0: Can we get one?
1: Yeah, could we get a signed one?
0: I think we could get Devontae's Walker on this show. Oh, so I want so can did I tell this,
1: this? I was, go ahead I was gonna say do you know he had seven for 106 and one against UGA earlier this year? No he did.
0: oh I forgot they did play good against Georgia. just I'm just saying maybe we get he we might get be an early declare he might be it listen get him on you, talk a little have, bit about that game if you have a pickup left, you need to go pick up Devontae Walker right immediately immediately.
1: Shout out, I, shout out, to Nick Marquise, by the way, because he was the first person I ever heard talking about Devontae Walker. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think that he's the caliber of player and at the type of school
0: that we could get on this show. I really do. Um we had a Mac football head coach ready to come on the show. Of Mac Maxion, a Maction head coach ready to come on. Debbie debate and the PR folks pulled it because of, because we produce gambling content because we produce gambling content. I, we're just going to, I'm just going to, we're going to just, I don't know how we're going to work around that. This but is, I mean, has, this has, is
1: best of the grievances while Matt and I'm, are here. I'm
0: I'm very, I'm yes. I'm very upset about it. I'm very <laughs> upset about are it. We'll have to
1: say, we probably can't say who it is.
0: I think people can put two and two together and figure out who it is. Yeah, um, but we got to figure a workaround around that because I want to continue to get folks like that on. And ESPN and the Athletic have betting content, so why can't we get a coach on? You're, just, you're gonna tell me you're not gonna let a coach do an interview because ESPN has betting content? Out of here. I
1: bet. I bet. Uh, could get Devontae's on. I don't think I think cares. we can. I think
0: yeah. we can. I we're. Yeah, we're, you know what? We're not even going to go through the PR folks. We're just going to DM him and see if we can get him on. Um, all right, we've got some questions. I, we took some questions since it was just going to be Chris and I. We took some questions from our NIL level, level tier in the NIL chat. Um, the first question here, and I don't even know if this was – this. I think this is from – was this from Justice? I think it was from Justice. Oh, I don't it, I don't remember who it was from, but the question was – and Chris, if you if you want to throw this back to me because I do have a take on this, um, but the question was is what would you what was would it take in supplemental picks to acquire Juju Smith Schuster, Chiefs wide receiver Justin Smith
1: Schuster? I am going to throw this back to you because I basically don't <laughs> watch NFL football anymore. <laughs>
0: So oh, I have no idea so, how he's
1: doing. Like I can, I can
0: tell you, I mean, he's, he's having a good season. He's probably what a wide receiver too. And he's a, he's a starting wide receiver for the Kansas city chiefs. I could tell so you that what, you know, on a, on a low end wide receiver too who could have some splash weeks, what are they worth? And, you know, they just got Kadarius, Tony. And so uh, Juju's spot might be a little up in the air. Um, so Austin's answer to this was like, if you trade an NFL guy, you have to get a first back. I don't think anybody's trading a supplemental first for, or at least in the leagues that I'm in, for Juju Smith-Schuster. It was it, it was hard for me to get a, a first for Saquon Barkley. I think it would be hard to get a first for Juju Smith-Schuster. I think it would be hard to get a player like Josh Downs for Juju Smith-Schuster. So in terms of supplemental value, I think that I'm going – like I want two picks. I don't. I think the first is off the table. I think you have to get a second. And this is where you have to follow guys like Big Wide Receiver Guy, like um, uh, Solving Football on Twitter, because when I get draft picks, I'm picturing who in my head am I going to take at that position, either a freshman or – Last season, when I knew I had like the one between 105 and 106, I'm like, I'm going to snap up Cam Ward in that position. So maybe we have an FCS guy who takes the the jump up and we look at him and, you know, we discover, oh, this is a good player. Like, and that's somebody that I need to get on my roster. Like when you acquire these picks, you need to be picturing who it is that you're going to roster. And you got to follow solving football and big wide receiver guy for that. Because they're doing all of this research on um, the freshman class coming in, and that's how you get yourself familiar with not, not only names but player values. And of course, we're going to have the freshman guide and the uh, the supplemental draft guide and the Debbie guide uh, coming out this off season. But I'm telling you, what I'm doing personally is I'm book I'm bookmarking these tweets from those two, and I'm definitely not retweeting them.
1: I'm definitely not retweeting. No, not no, yet. no, no, not no, no, yet. No. Not yet. No, 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 no. <laughs> To to add on to that, because they're both really great minds, the official, which yes. is on our YouTube page and I believe our podcast feed as well, they're both on there, and all of, a, a bunch of folks have rankings on the site for recruiting for twenty twenty three as well.
0: Yeah. They
1: kind of put their grades on on, and you know I think Felix are part of that as well, and and Austin and Matt both have. I mean, there's there's a ton of great resources to use for that that you want to be leveraging so you can get a leg up.
0: Yeah, it's it's those four. Matt Austin, Dave, uh solving football and 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 uh, big wide receiver guy already have their recruiting rankings for the freshman class. So if for some reason you've got a supplemental draft starting in January and it's before you released the freshman guide, you can go to campuscan.com and see uh where we have the freshman class ranked. I, we're trying, like I said we're trying to make it accessible. We're trying to make the game accessible and produce all the content that you need here. So I I'm saying I, I want a, probably a second round draft pick and I'd probably want like a fourth.
1: That's what I was thinking too. Second. NFL, I was second trying NFL. to,
0: I was trying to think of a player that I would trade for, but it's hard for these second tier NFL guys. It's hard to get a college player who is, who projects to the NFL. So it's a really tough trade. Avantis really Walker trade or
1: Juju Smith Schuster.
0: Uh, so I could come to a conclusion on this after I've like really studied Devontae Walker. If I'm if I'm like, all right, this dude has you know he he's going to be an NFL draft pick, even if it's day two, third round. I probably wouldn't have it because you could probably get more than Walker for Juju Smith Schuster. Like if you wanted Walker in a second, yeah. you could probably get that done, and that w- that would probably make me feel all warm and tingly. But it depends on you know, it, if I'm competing on the NFL side. Um, All right, here's the second question. So Chris uh, Chris Hudson, wide receiver for Oregon, was talking about the end of the Washington-Oregon game. Great game, by the way. And in, in, in a small tangent, uh, Michael Penix Jr. should be in the conversation for the quarterback three. I would take him over Hendon Hooker. I would take him over Will Levis. Um, At the end of that game, Chris Hudson, with like six seconds left, went down with an alleged injury. And he did an interview today. Usually these guys are coached up better than that. He said it was part of the game plan? He said it was part of the game plan. What is your take, Chris, on, I I guess, players faking injuries and coaches, coaches encouraging it?
1: part of the game (laughs) who cares like that's I mean that who does not do like what team has not done this in a single season do you think like I like what do I I I don't know I don't care to to be totally frank I just is it kind of gross when it happens a little bit but what what what, when are you going to call a player out what if they're actually hurt and so you that's using it to your advantage I guess what Chris Hudson did and he extended the Oregon drive they ended up losing the game but all's, all's fair in uh, love and packed football, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I um, This is f- – I, I
0: forget. Can you get a technical for flopping in the NBA? I think you can yeah. now. You can. You can. Um, flopping is
1: easier to prove, though, than faking an injury. All you got to do is go down and grab your, like, calf or hamstring. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, seriously,
0: I don't know that they're going to do anything about it. I I agree. I don't know that that you can do anything about it. All right. um, We've got some players. We're going to talk about some players who could be sitting out either now or starting between now and bowl season. Um, I've got some names here, and and I think I want to talk about who could step up in place of these players, because I remember in the 20. Well, it was a couple of seasons ago. You know, we saw some players flash in bowl games, and that was the first time we saw them flash all season, and it was really exciting. One player that I'm thinking about specifically is Elijah Canaan. Remember Elijah Canaan going off in the bowl game? He had like three catches, a long touchdown, and we oh, yeah. ne- and then oh, I was gonna say we never heard from him. That's not true. Then in the in the in the spring game with Brian Harson last season. Uh, he goes off in the game is the most he not He's the most targeted receiver in that game, and then and then we didn't see him play the whole season. I I still don't know what happened with Elijah Caden before he transferred to
1: Purdue. Maybe we so need that's, a uh, maybe we need a thirty for thirty on on him. Figure we out do. figure out what happened here. I I want to know. Yeah, even going back to last year, like the probably the biggest. Bowl game winner was Marvin Harrison Jr. who had like 65 yes. or 70 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, that was his coming know, out party. I about that.
0: It was. I totally. I mean, it, it, the coming out party against uh, running back,
1: playing him at at, at corner. Um, yeah. Yard, yards and touchdowns are still yards and touchdowns. It, it is.
0: All right. So some players who could miss um, uh, Bryce Young. We haven't seen, we haven't seen Alabama in this position in a long time, but they're not going to the playoff. They'll get a New Year's Six bowl, but I mean, we saw Christian McCaffrey. Remember that night? We saw, and it, this was when players first started doing this. Christian McCaffrey announces that he's not playing in the game. People moan and groan, and then who got hurt in the game? Either in the same game or the game after. It was uh, Miles Jack? The tight was it Miles Jack? End. No, the the tight end from Michigan. Oh, um Jake Butt. Uh, Jake, Butt. Jake Butt. Jake Butt. Yeah. Jake But who who had been projected to the first round. He was in the first round of a lot of mock drafts and ends up going what in the fourth or fifth round? And we've never heard from him in the NFL. So um could Bryce Young take the same path and say I'm sitting out of the ball game. If he does if he does, I think we know we're gonna see Jalen Milrow, but I think that we also see Ty Simpson.
1: I think we do too. Um and I hope we, I really honestly hope we do. I just I, I don't think Milrow is it. And it like he's looked pretty poor. Like I just don't think Alabama his level. I obviously I still think he's a power five quarterback. I just don't know, necessarily know that like the SEC is his place to play. Uh, yeah. I'd like to see what Ty Simpson can do. I mean, I thought he looked really good in the stuff that we saw from um, from like spring. Uh-huh. Like he 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 was kind of impressive in making a couple of plays, but I mean, I don't know how that translates. I was a big fan of his
0: coming yeah. in. Like was I, me one too. Me too. I mean, he's on the Johnny Manziel spectrum. Do you think so?
1: Yeah, oh yeah. Like that. I think yeah. I think he's better inside of structure, obviously, yeah. than Manzel was, but it, it's it's a, a fair comparison, especially with the way that they both play. Um yeah, I, I, I think if Alabama goes to like a non or six bowl, I think that's very much in the cards.
0: Yeah. So, I would like to see it. I would like to see it because I want to see what the well So uh, another player in this game that could miss is Jameer. Like we might, Jameer Gibbs was injured uh, last week against, uh, shoot, I already forgot who Alabama played. He was injured. But Ole Miss, Um, we might not see him again for the rest of the season, regardless of the bowl game. And I really want to see that because I think Jameer Miller is next. Now I know that Jason McClellan is the next man up this season, but if, if, Jamarian Miller is elevated to that second role and we get to see flashes from him. I'm gonna be really interested in that. Uh Jamarian Miller was, I let me let me make sure I'm thinking I'm thinking this off the top of my head, but I think that he was the best uh receiving back in this class. They don't do, you know, like receiving back versus the, the kind of thing that they did with quarterback pro style versus uh uh dual threat. All per all, all purpose back. 24-7 in all-purpose back rankings. Um, anyway, if you, if they still had those rankings, I think that Jamarian Miller would be like number one amongst that type of wide receiver. He was someone in high school that we could see line up outside, and they would throw him a deep ball, and it would be a contested catch, and he would jump up and catch it. Um, so I would like to see, even though Bill O'Brien sucks at getting <laughs> running backs involved in the receiving game, I would like to see how Jamarian Miller – Fares. who's he gotten some time this year? But Fairs with a larger
1: uh share of the running back touches there. Gabe Gabe Brooks twenty four seven actually comped him to uh Austin Eckler. Really, I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, That's he said. Good, yeah, he said contact balance burst pass catching traits reminiscent of an Austin Eckler type back. That's a pretty That's good comp. True.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. I did not know that.
1: Um yeah. Gabe Brooks is really good at comps. I go yeah, back and
0: read. I go back and read his trail Burks write up. And I'm like, this is like, this is still, you could say this about him today. Uh, Gabe Brooks, there at 24. We need to see if we can get him on the better sports show or on this show.
1: Yeah. He, uh, he, he absolutely knows what he's talking about, which is why he, about. why he does it for a living for 24 yeah. seven. One of the better value, one of the better evaluators in the space. Like I think he's really good at comps, just like you said, like that's one of his, his better attributes. Um, I should think Jason McClellan might be a dude. Like, I, I, I think I don't think that he'll declare this year, uh-huh. but I could see him going in like the second round or like third round of 2024's draft. He's looked really good in, in stints, like backing yeah. up with Gibbs, and he could catch passes. Like we've seen him deployed in that role, and Alabama wanted to use him in that role before he got hurt last year. I was gonna say. I mean, we had everybody had Jace McClellan
0: in the top ten of their rankings before he got hurt last year, and part of the reason why is he was one of those guys that came out um, when he came out of high school. He had like the, the highest spark rating in the class. He was a guy that was very, very athletic.
1: Yeah, I really, I I really liked him at the time, and I think we've gotten a little too low on him. Maybe, maybe. I don't. I, yeah, I I'm really curious to see what his ADP is in um in this off season because I think I might yeah. have a lot of Jason McClellan. He just he just looked really solid. Yeah, and, and I, he's, like, he's
0: got prototypical size, uh, yeah. 5'10", 202. He's probably more than that now. Yeah, his NFL comp from a, another Gabe Brooks was twenty four. Was uh, excuse me, was Rashad Penny. Um, I want to see. All right, so he ran a four four five in the forty. He the the 40 jump, the 40, uh, I always, I'm skeptical about 40 times, high school 40 times, but when it matches with the explosive vertical jump, that's when I kind of pay attention. And his vertical was near, it was almost 40 inches. It was 39 Ooh. inches. He had a sub four second shuttle. I i a cool really good so. athlete. <laughs> it is a really good athlete. A sub four second shuttle, like you just don't, I don't there's anybody that ran a sub four second shuttle in the combine this year. Uh, and then a hundred meter, he's a sub eleven hundred meter dash time of of ten nine. We're talking about somebody like Devin Achain, who runs a ten four. So just for comparison, uh, Jason McClellan, uh, Jason McClellan. But Devin Aychen is also is not probably not two hundred pounds, or was not two hundred pounds in high school. He's and certainly
1: so, he's certainly not over two hundred pounds now. He's like 100, 185. <laughs> nah, there
0: you go. And so Jason McClellan ran a ten nine
1: at two hundred pounds.
0: So that's, that's pretty. That's
1: anything true. under eleven is pretty is pretty impressive. Is pretty I've, I have been it told. Is. He's he's such an interesting case because remember when we were covering the Alabama spring game last year, he was being used in passing role like way more than any other backs. And I thought that that was going to be his role. So it's ex- it's a little bit exciting to kind of figure out what he might be. I, I, I he's a guy that I think I'm going to be more in on than maybe other people are.
0: I mean, if we're, we're going back to Juju Smith Schuster, you could probably get Jace McClellan. Plus, if you were going to trade um, Juju Smith Schuster. I wouldn't so, hate that. Um who else? Tank Bigsby is a player I think that that could be done if he's going to declare for the NFL draft and they've got um they've got let's see they got Jarquez Hunter there. They've also got a fre- the freshman's name who's kind of like a bowling ball, a bowling pin. I'm forgetting his name. Low center of gravity. Uh low center of gravity player. But that's a team that's that's a team that Needs a new head coach. Oh, you don't like um, Cadillac Williams? Are we gonna are we, we're, So we're gonna take Cadillac Williams up against up against Steve Sarkeesian and Brent Venables when when? No, when, I
1: I don't think so. But the team seems to really like what he's what he's done. Uh, I think the right back I think you have is Damari Alston.
0: Yes, it is Damari Alston. So we could see some boom performances from them
1: in a bowl game.
0: Yeah. Those, I don't, I don't not,
1: think the tank would play either. I mean, if you remember, he almost was in the portal. Like I don't think he's very much loyalty yes. to this program currently.
0: No. And you know, he should have entered the transfer portal. We've said that a bunch of times. He absolutely yeah. should have entered the transfer portal. Absolutely. Um, uh, Sean Tucker is going to be, I, there's no reason for Sean Tucker to play in a bowl game.
1: Do you think um, he's actually going to leave this year? Cause this year has not been really kind to Sean Tucker.
0: I think for running backs, once you've kind of flashed your ability, you need to make the jump
1: because I, I you need to agree.
0: I think that you want to be a certain age when you get that second NFL contract. And remember, you know, Sean Tucker is going to be like what a third or fourth round draft pick. His contract is going to be worth four hundred thousand, which is still a lot of money. But you want that deal that's worth two or three or four million. And he's not getting that with his first contract, and his first contract is going to be four years. So he's going to be 26 when he t- signs this, t- or somewhere around 25, 26 when he signs his second contract. That's young enough to still get those millions of dollars. You got to absolutely make the jump now. And I, I, I bet you that you know his agent and they can have agents now. I bet you his agent is telling him that you need to make a think- jump to the NFL because when you get your when yeah. you get your more lucrative NFL contract you're going to be you know, 25. You don't want to be 27 or 20 26.6 when you're getting that second deal.
1: Yeah, I, t- I tend to agree. I'm just concerned if you exclude the Wagner game and the UConn game, he's done over 100 yards one time this entire season, and they've played some subpar defenses.
0: But Tank Bigsby hasn't played well this season either. I still they think did, that Tank yeah, Bigsby is going to fall back.
1: Which he is, but think, playing in the ACC versus the SEC is probably a little bit It's
0: different. true. It's true.
1: It's true, but I think Sean
0: Tucker is also one of those guys who's going to go to the the NFL Draft Combine and kind of light it up. I think he's going yeah, to he's, run he's, he's pretty athletic. He He's going to be you know 205 pounds, but he's so low to the ground. He's going to be like 5'9", 205. He's probably going to jump 40 inches and be uh, – this is what's cr- – like you're going to be able to get Sean Tucker – Probably in the either in the, the top of the second round of your uh dynasty rookie drafts or the end of the first.
1: Yeah, for sure. So that was a good um, mute, by the way.
0: I thought I had it the first time. <laughs> I thought I had it the first time. All right. Let's get into Austin and Matt are not here. I don't know if I should take this. First, or you should, because you know I'm gonna step in the mud. I like the mud. I like the mud slinging. I just don't know if I should engage in it without Matt here. Isn't
1: that isn't that why? Isn't that the best part of it though? Like you don't have Matt yeah. to be like wait 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 wait. It is. It is. I think you and, should step uh, in the mud. Okay. So so
0: again, what? We, I, we, I could have this conversation with Matt if he was here. It's going to be fun without him not being here. But this past Sunday, Matt was all in his feels about one Justin Fields, subtweeting the mess on every other tweet, posting threads. Posting clips from the game on his boy Justin Fields. And the only thing, the thing that I was thinking is like, I should be thanked. I should get a thank you from Matt Bruning, who gets to shout to the top of his lungs about a player who was, who is literally the number eight recruit of all time. The number eight recruit of all time. I've got your boy, Matt, so worked up about a consensus take. Who's out here fading Justin Fields, the number eight recruit of all time? Right next to Jadavian Clowney, Trevor Lawrence, his boy, uh, uh, Vince Young, Quint Ewers up there. Number 13 quarterback in Dynasty as a rookie. And that's like, Oh, he's good. He's good. Look, something me talking about all people say. you know what my job on the show is? Is to hold up a mirror and say, look at yourself. Look at your take. This player has flaws. That's my job. So it allows Matt Bruning to tout a player that literally every, like who has been touted, Chris Moxley. He was on a television show in high school. Do you know what the television show was called? It was called QB1. Nobody has ever faded Justin Fields, but Matt Bruning gets to walk waltz around here and victory lap a consensus take. I am owed a thank you. So Matt Bruning, when you... <laughs> When you do those threads, and if you do that thread this Sunday, just you know, shoot me a thank you. I'd appreciate it. I'd appreciate it because I've allowed you, and this show has allowed you, to victory lap a consensus take. Victory lap something that everyone believed. Justin Fields. Nobody's fading Justin Fields. You know what I'm going to do, Chris, tomorrow? I'm going to shout to the top of my lungs that the the sun rose in the east this morning. Well, who was was saying that it wasn't? That's my job on this show, is to hold, is to hold, is to be the person that makes you think about your take. That's what I did for Matthew. So I would just like a little bit of appreciation, Matt, when you're subtweeting me on this Sunday. You know, if your boy Justin Fields throws to a wide <laughs> wide open tight end somewhere and you post a clip. I want to be thanked. I want to be thanked when you do that victory lot.
1: I I didn't know where you were gonna go with that. Um <laughs> as a you know I I don't at least I don't remember you ever being skeptical of Justin Fields. I mean, why would you, right? A top ten occurred ever. Nobody was fading him. And if you were fading him, I year, you I don't know what you were thinking. Um so that make that makes sense. And I, I think Matt probably does deserve a little bit or does need to really reflect and think about thanking thanking you for the, the process that has led him to Justin Fields, maybe. Good point. It's, it I I am persuaded at least. Um uh, yeah, you, I mean that was a really convincing argument that you made for uh, just feel. So, Matt, when you listen to this, make sure that make sure that you are. So, and if you're not subtweeting, I'll just ta- I'll I'll thank Felix for his service on a uh, just hashtag Matt. Just hashtag thank you Felix. I just thanks, want a little bit you. of,
0: of appreci- a, a little bit of appreciation.
1: How about how about if you're listening to the show right now? Depending on when you're listening, if you're listening live or you are listening later. Tag Matt with a thank hashtag. Thank you, Felix. That's it.
0: Yes, please. That's it.
1: That's all. We're, that's all we're asking.
0: I think that that's got to be the show. It's got to be. The show. I think that's that's got to be the show. Um, make sure you check around out the content all around the campus to Canton family, including the podcast feed, including the YouTube page, including the Better Sports Show. We keep adding to this list. We keep adding to this list. I mean, I don't know where it's going to be next year. This is crazy um <laughs> all right uh i'm sorry apologies to kirk street we, we ran out of time we will get him rescheduled soon for chris boxley i'm felix sharp good night and good luck